Welcome back to the Shed End 868 podcast. It's me, Jesus, podcasting all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. So, well, you know, yes, it's great things. We we have some great news, right? Well, we all know what this is about, but we also have news with the men's team, <laughs> right? So we have to talk about the youths, the women, the men, and a lot more stuff. So let's not be around the bush as we say in Trinidad. Let's get straight into today's episode. So... We start with the under-18s, right? They're in the quarterfinals of the FA, the uh, FA Cup, the youth, youth FA Cup. They beat Millwall 1-0, right? Um, so they're into the quarterfinals. Their next game in the league, the youth league, is against Leicester City. Now, the under-18s are currently second in the league. They're on 36 points. First place is Fulham. They're on um, 37. So... Again, I, I can't stress this enough, the guys, the youths are doing good. And they are seeing, you know, um, the other youths getting chances with the first team, for instance, Billy, um, who we'll get to, definitely we'll get to him later on in the episode. So they, they're seeing the incentive for playing and committing towards the team. So we just see how much of them, not all of them would make it, but we'll see how much of them would reach up to there. Right. Um. But the next level for them is the under twenty trees, and they were victorious in their game, um, versus uh versus Everton, right. So their next game is against uh, Blackburn Rovers. Now they are fr- they are already first. Their next game is on the sixteenth, right, the sixteenth of March. Um, they are first on thirty eight points. So they as well are doing excellent work, you know. So they. They, this is a natural progression. You could see you could see where it is that the guys who are 14, 15, 16, you know, they play some of them, you know, run up to the under 20s because we have a lot, we have a very talented youth academy. I would say in, in Europe, I would say we're in top five in Europe. So <clears throat> we should be producing a lot, a lot more talent and using them, not selling them, using them, right? Because I believe from next season, you can't have more than six players over the age of 22 on um on loan. So that's something how's going to affect us and our youths, especially on under 23 players. We'll see how that affects us going forward there, right? Um, Well, we won, Chelsea won a trophy this season. <laughs> the women, yeah, the women beat Arsenal. They were victorious against Arsenal 2-0, right? In the League Cup, the Women's League Cup, Bethany England, Brace, Ninth minute, and then in the ninety-second minute, yeah, it added on time, came in and scored that winner. So it was a great game for those of you who got chance to see it. You should, you would know. Well, I I watched the second half, and I can tell you, the women are playing wonderful, wonderful. So their next game, right? So their next game is the FA Cup versus Everton, as on the um the fifteenth. Yeah, they play Everton the fifteenth, and then. <coughs> A few days later, seven days later, they play Everton in the league. Yeah, on the twenty second. So you can look forward to that. Look at the ladies; they play wonderful football. I can't stress in stress enough how much um their coach Miss Haynes, Mrs. Haynes, sorry, is doing with this team. Wonderful, it's excellent. They are they are playing with such they're playing so fluid. I know it's it's wonderful, wonderful just to watch them play. It's very is wonderful. It's very. It's very nice to see how, how they are running. Right. Um now they are consistent. 
can much not much can't be said about men. Um, that game against Bournemouth, it I actually wrote something specifically to deal with certain players, but then I realized it would have been unfair if I had if I left if I left the team. So I won't say everything about that was on it, but something still holds merit about some of the players, right? So we we came we came through the game with a point. It <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. We should have been victorious in that game, but we came through with the point. Alonso with the brace. Now, um, so far this season, Alonso has four goals, right? He the left was exposed for the second goal. Is it fair to blame him entirely for it? No, it's not fair to blame him entirely for it because we had Tomori. So we're supposed to protect it, but you are supposed to be. If you want the left, the left wing back, you are supposed to be defensive and offensive. Yes, Alonso offers plenty going forward. He offers plenty going forward. We can't even dispute that fact at all. But his defensive work always comes in, always comes into the question. Maybe um, Lampard might play. Could play um, Emerson in the hole and let allow um, Alonso to run. But that second goal was extremely, extremely soft. It basically looked like they walked in and scored that goal. And it and our build-up play going forward is very predictable. We bring the ball up to the to the um to the half line. We take a four steps, five steps, uh, pass the ball out to the wing, whip it in. No one takes responsibility. No one took the responsibility to run the ball through the middle. We don't have players who are willing to take that up. And that was part of what I had to say about this game. You understand? And when we lose the ball, our track we tracking back is not is not the best. Our counter-attack is not the fastest, and our response to defend is not the best. We going forward, the lack of options, the lack of in that game, in the Bournemouth game, it was lacking. We were lacking device. Um, I won't say divisive players, decisive players, but we were lacking. Um, we lacking something. Something attacking. We were lacking because every every time, every time was the same. We push forward, push the ball to the wing, swing it in. Hopefully, something happens after that on the field options were limited no responsibility at all at all we had no we had no reason to struggle in this game none at all they beat us last game cool no problem that's gone but we we shouldn't have we shouldn't have dropped two points in this game we shouldn't have done that now again we i had something for this there were even some voices from some people for this calling for frank lampard to have an identity. Sari had his, Conte had his, Mourinho had his. Was Frank's an identity? I believe that showed up in the next in the game we had after, in the FA Cup game versus Liverpool. Yeah, we're in the quarterfinals, but I believe it showed up in this game. This is the game I I I look I looked at it and it was like, I can see a difference 
in how we were attacking. We were, I say, we were we, we pressure pressing from on um up in front. We didn't give them space. We didn't get allow them to be comfortable on the ball. You understand? Williams' goal, all it was, it was a, a serious mistake by the goalkeeper. It was a wonderful strike hitting from outside the box. Barkley's goal, same thing. One that was a wonderful goal. That goal was a spectacular, spectacular goal. It, it was a nice solo run from him. And he's one of the players we'll get into just now. We'll get into him just now. But it was a wonderful game by a lot of by everyone. But I was really, really blown away by Billy Gilmore. Extremely, 18 years, he has that, that youthfulness in him and he has a mature head on him. He's surrounded by experienced players and you can see he's playing with someone. But you can see he's playing with people who knows the game. They, they are encouraging him and he showed a lot of experience, a lot of maturity. Right, um, he showed a lot of maturity. Now, this game was uh, extremely special for two players. Pedro, it was his two hundredth appearance for Chelsea, and he could have made that even sweeter with that breakaway if he had only scored that. But it would have been so, so, so good to see that. And then for Rudiger, it was his birthday, so and he played good. Zuma played good, but both of them. In the back, it, at times it was suspect there was some miscommunication between both of them. At times, you can see that. And I don't know what pairing is the right pairing in the back because sometimes it sometimes we look good in the back with them. Other times it looks like, you know, one might leave and the other might just think that he's leaving as well or something. But it worked out good. Got a clean sheet. Of course, I'm going to speak about Kepa. And that triple save, yeah, that triple save was superb. You know, everyone knows my feelings about Kepa. Everyone knows how I think, what I feel about Kepa. He showed everyone what we were missing, what he's capable of. He, maybe he needed to be punished. He got his, got his punishment. And in the very first game in May, I'm sorry, in March, he came out and that's it. He's back on top now. Hopefully he stays in for the for the um, for the rest of um, remainder of, of games we have in this month and going forward. But when Kepa was called upon, and then the first like first three four not first like first four, four minutes he was a little shaky, a little shaky. I won't I won't dispute that. But as the game progressed, whenever he was called upon, you can see he's taking charge in the box now. He is setting, he's pushing everyone forward. He he, he does not need, um, what I should say, but he's not, maybe he was a little too soft before, but he's commanding his area now. He's coming out, and I love that. It, it, my keeper is back. I love him. Not disrespectful to Kabilar or anybody else. I'm just saying, I love Kepa, and I'm extremely, extremely happy that he's back on the field. He's back in there, right? Um, Billy, yes, Billy the goat, Billy the kid, happy Gilmore, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to, name you want to give to him, the youth man played excellent, youth man was good, can't take away that, the, he was excellent, 
we definitely need him to play more senior games. Maybe as the season goes on, I get him to play more senior games. It was wonderful. It, this victory was wonderful. And what a way to make a debut on the senior team against Liverpool, who were on fire up until Atletico Madrid, up until uh, Watford, and then up until Chelsea. Everybody wrote us off. Everybody wrote us off. I myself was an, under the impression that, you know what, if you have to get beaten out, beaten and thrown out the FA Cup, no problem. It will be better for us in the long run. But Frank said, no, we're going all or nothing. And I mean, the last time we beat Liverpool in the FA Cup, I mean, this is just things that has happened, right? Last time we beat Liverpool in the FA Cup, we won them last two times. We won them. And the last time we played them was in the finals and Drogba scored. Beat them 2-1. So, I mean, I'm not saying we're going to win it. But the signs, the omens are just there. <laughs> just there. You know? Um, but on the other end of things, the injuries. The injuries piling up. The games, the lack of um, times players are getting to recover. Because we already have uh, Lofter Chicken on his way back here. But Tammy's already injured. Cho's injured. Pulisic is injured. Kante is injured. Kova came off the game injured. Rudy looked like he may have pulled something. He warmed down. He may hear nothing um, serious of it came about as yet. How much if he missing any games or anything? Um, Giroud looked like he was out of it. You know that was looked like he was that was the end of him. So with Giroud on um, maybe burnout, and then Tammy still injured. This is where Batchua is supposed to be shining. He's supposed to grab these opportunities. But he's a super sub. So, can't really fault him with being that kind of guy. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Um, The game could have been really settled had Mason just looked to his right and, and seen Giroud there. But all's well that ends well. As the saying goes, can't take away anything from the guys. The game was superb. I wish we could play like this constantly i really wish we could play with this kind of intensity i know you can let me know what you think you can you know follow me on instagram shed and eight six eight message me let me know what you guys think about um about everything is going if you think that we should stay like this if we go back to where we was i mean everyone was surprised i was just loving how we were looking because at the point in time they had Mane, Firmino, and salah on the field and we contain them no space no no time on the ball and yeah i know the legs will be tired that's why we need to get reinforcements in the summer we need to get it definitely need to get it. if this whole frank wants to play we need to give him what he needs yes bird <laughs> yeah i don't know if you heard the bird but yeah birds and them birds and them agree with me <laughs> we need to get um the legs to run Display if this is Frank's identity, if this is Lampard's to be Lampard's Chelsea, and this is how he has to do it, then we need the players to get to do it how he needs to, to um, how it needs to be done. Right? Um the next three games we have is Everton on the eighth of this month, March. Ancelotti returns to Stamford Bridge. We can't dispute what the guy did for us, he's a wonderful coach. Um, he passed through the 
the dugout on our side. Now he's come back on the other side. You know, obviously, I I would like to believe that he will be given a warm reception at Stamford Bridge um, after we have Aston Villa on the fourteenth. Um, so yeah, that's another that's another tough game. Aston Villa is not um, let's say they're not pushover side. They were Premier League regulars up until last three years, so they will they will be looking to fight to remain here. Now we don't have Jorginho for the Everton or the Aston Villa game because ten ten yellow cards suspended for two games. So yeah, he's he's one of the players. Uh, I I'll get into it now. Jorginho is a great player. He's a good player. He's a favorite of mine. Defensively, no. He does not. He's is in same problem with like Alonso. You're in a position where your defensive work has to be has to complement your attacking work, your attacking output. And he's slow at tackles a lot, lots of times. <laughs> Ten yellow cards. That's the most in the league right now. I like yeah. I think most in the league right now. Yeah. So he's gonna serve his mandatory too much um suspension. Because he got the accumulation before, um, I think it's the seventh of April, I believe. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry, he'll be out of it. He's out of the Everton game. He's out of the um, Aston Villa game. And then on the uh, 18th, we play Bayern, which I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe we can score two and see what happens. <laughs> but... Um, I just laugh because is I can't cry. It's very it's gonna be a very difficult match. Alonso will be on a red card, he got a red guy in last leg, so he is it's a straight red card, so he's out of it. Guaranteed he's out of it. What will um Frank do? Maybe Emerson, maybe same back three. Who knows? Apparently that seems to be working with Chelsea at times. So we'll see how that goes. Right? Um so yeah. So it's it's gonna be an interesting month. It's gonna be a very interesting month of March to see where Chelsea how Chelsea responds after beating the big behemoth that will Liverpool. Right? So my breakdown of certain players. Um I already speak about Alonso, I already spoken about Jorginho, uh, Zuma and Rudiger spoken about Kepa. I'm gonna go again <laughs> in Kep into Kepa. Um Barkley. Ross Barkley is consistently inconsistent. He gives you one good game and then he's going to give you two two horrible games. Or he's going to give you two masterclass games and then for like next two months or a month it's going to be calamity after calamity after calamity. Because people wanted him out. A lot of people were championing for him out. I was one of those voices. But then he comes and plays a game like this against um, Liverpool. And then he makes you question, why doesn't he play like this all the time? Why? He, him and the goal scorer, the other goal scorer, they do the same thing. They, uh, against Tottenham, William was superb. And then after, he just dips. They just, it's as though like when people question any ability, they, they rise. Show them and then go back. No, you're supposed to be on this level constantly. Uh, Barkley, when number eight, 
that was Lampage's number. That was another fan favorite, Oscar. That was his number. He's wearing number eight. And he, uh, no, we're not seeing the same love. William is number 10. And look what's going on. So, I mean, come on. We, we can't be, we can't be like this. We are fourth, right? Three points above um, United and Wolves, who are fifth on 42 points each. So we can't afford to have inconsistencies right now. Not in this stage in the in the, um, in the Premier League. Not in this stage. We need to have consistency from all players. We have injuries coming up, piling up. So we need to find other avenues. The, how they play against Liverpool, shooting from outside, taking the chances from outside. That's all. I love that. Get the keeper no chance because they've seen us either crossing balls you know trying to walk in close try them from outside just try them was it was was it worse that could happen we score our, an offside goal okay at least the keeper will understand yeah and i mean offside because it comes off the keeper and then the, the attacking player rushes but goes before you know the whole you know the whole story i'll explain that here so we need to have consistent players but as the title of this episode states as Frank Lampard found his identity my answer to that is yes he has he just needs the legs he just needs the players um, he needs the players with him but what he has what he needs to get to make this this um, this identity come to fruition is exactly why we need to dip into the 300 million 250 or much ever money and spend sell sell buy 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 get the players we need for this to work we need it it's going to reap reap untold benefits we don't know where we could go with this we could go to everything get everything so let's let's band together we know how we we know what we are going through as Chelsea fans. We know what we are going through. But yet, no matter where I go, all over Trinidad and Tobago, I still see people wearing a Chelsea jerseys and it makes me feel proud to know that I'm not the only one who's seeing what it is that we are going to get. Now what we might get to what we are going to get. So no matter what, no matter where in the world you are listening to this, always remember, London is blue. Don't anybody lie to you. London is blue. And keep that blue flag flying high. Have a safe one.